Hello, everyone. This is Lisa Freitas. And I'm Katie Saad, and welcome to another episode of 90 Day Disasters, a 90 Day Fiance Recap Podcast. We are two moms, lawyers, and reality TV junkies here to break down for you the fire in a trash can that is TLC's 90 Day Fiance. All right, everyone, grab your K-1 visas and let's get started. Oh, and because we are lawyers, we need to cover our butts. So please listen to the disclaimer at the end of the episode. Okay. Hello, Katie. How are you doing? Hello, Lisa. Just for the record, this is take two. Our our audio, which we already recorded for this episode, got eaten. But I actually think it's a good thing. I think it means our thoughts are more together now. Yes, we'll streamline. It'll be less stream of consciousness. Yes. More streamlined. More streamlined. So um, we are going to start with 90 Day Fiance and get everybody caught up on the current season. Um, Katie and I have also been watching the new season of Sister Wives. So yeah, and you know what's funny we'll about, that about that is you and I both, we're both Sister Wives fans. We both gave up on Sister Wives at the exact same time, which was like midway through two seasons ago. So I'm guessing that that's not a coincidence and that a lot of people... Felt Maybe that way and like gave up. And I have to say, I don't really know what possessed me to start the new season. Actually, I think it was that I saw a preview and it was like much more exciting than yeah. it has been in a long time. So I personally think the new season is worth watching. Yeah, it's it's been great. I, the first three episodes have been good. So uh, we're going to talk about that. And then also we've both watched the new uh, show. I guess it's not brand new because we're on season two of it but of Life After Lockup, which follows the lives of some of the Love After Lockup couples and who stay together or seemingly stay together and where they are now, and it kind of continues to follow them along. So you know, we'll it just occurs to me, I bet the, the common thread for Life After Lockup or the, the, the raison d'etre is just the, guy, the people who manage to stay out of prison. Because if you yeah. think about it, like Love After Lockup, so many of those stories end with... And then he went back to prison. Right. And then she went back to prison. So maybe these are just like some of the rare people. And not rushing into marriage and who have, or who've just like both been committed to making it work. Well, what I don't like about it is that they have couples that are clearly like totally broken up. So it's like, what are we doing? Yeah, I know. That's annoying too. All right. So let's start with uh, 90 Day Fiance. And let's start with, who are we going to start with? I think we should start with. I think we should go least interesting to most interesting. Oh, and you know who we, I remember we forgot one from last time. Maybe we should talk about them first. Hmm. Um, Sasha. Oh my gosh. I knew we were forgetting someone. Yeah. Sasha and what is her name? What is her name? She's so deeply forgettable. Her sister's name is Beth. Her sister's rough. But her sister's not wrong. Okay, so no. Sasha's the Russian, and this girl... God, what is The her Russian name? serial impregnator. Yes. What is her name? Oh my gosh. It's, it's an- not Ashley. No, it's not. I'll look at... Okay, you start talking about them, and I'll look at So, her. okay. So, my problem here is it's such a trope, right? The idea of a woman getting with a guy who has a bad past with relationships, and just sort of blindly with willful blindness ignoring the distinct if not likely possibility that he's going to do exactly the same thing to her so i'm thinking specifically emily Emily, there you go so i'm thinking specifically of people who get with men while those men are cheating so like they are the mistress you know and you're like well duh the guy's going to turn around and do it to you 
And here, she's literally with this guy who's done the exact same thing twice. It's very unclear to me whether he was cheating on the women each time he left them after they had a baby or when they were pregnant. I think he was. Mm -hmm. My gut is that he was. Mm -hmm. Especially because there was this very strange timeline conflict when Emily was first describing how they met. And it did, I believe, my recollection is, she said that she met him while he was still, like, 100% in the relationship with his first wife and that they were, quote, just friends, which is, you know, come on. So my guess is that he cheats on pregnant wives because they're pregnant or having had just had a baby, mm-hmm. you know, because he loses interest in them, essentially, and then just moves on and impregnates and marries the next girl. So... You know, that's what Beth's problem is. She's like, well, this is a clear pattern. Unfortunately, unfortunately, I would go so far as to say it won't be a clear pattern until he does it to Emily. <laughs> right. That's going to be well, the and, real And the difference is she's moved him out. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, she's moved him out of Russia because now she's moved him home to America. Now there's even more temptation for him. <laughs> yeah. And the difficulty. He could find a richer girl. He's a very know. difficult person. Emily seems like a very weak very weak yeah. person and her sister obviously is not right and you know Sasha kind of comes in and he's very I think the problem is this Emily is Emily and Sasha are not inherently aligned when it comes to like food and health and fitness and I think that Emily tried to fit herself into a certain type of person to attract Sasha yeah and so he was attracted to her because she was thin and fit because she would go to the gym to see him and then they would date and she would eat whatever he said they should eat right because she was trying to be the person he wanted her to we've be we've all known girls like that of who were like course. very chameleon like of course and that's who she was and that's why now that she's back in the states her sister is like this isn't who you are and he is very much like we got to go to the gym we got to get you ready to get back in shape you got to get back in your pre baby and, and body then there's that. and there's the gross and it's gross of, yeah. and it's annoying because it's like she just had a baby like and didn't she have a cesarean or am i thinking this she wrong she did have a cesarean so she like, had an emergency cesarean I think. even more so she's never going to be her pre pregnant body no i've had c-sections and it really messes up like your abdominal wall yeah so it's just not gonna happen and so for him to have very little compassion and to already be like i mean i guess it's been a while because the baby's older and they were in russia for a while before coming back to the states so it's not like she just had the baby but the fact that he's eat enough to feed that kid if i think she's breastfeeding that kid is like the stay puffed marshmallow man he's huge and he needs a lot of calories she needs to eat those calories Mm -hmm. and so her sister is like i got her all the food she likes to eat and sasha goes into her um, cabinet and just starts dumping her food in the... This is all trash. That was ridiculous. This is trash. It's just rude. rude. It's incredibly rude. Like, when you're staying at someone's house, you don't just go through their cabinets and tell them their food is trashy and gross. And that's... It was so wrong on so many levels. He's so patronizing. Emily is wrong in the situation. Because she's... I mean, I get it. She's trying to bridge bridge the gap between her sister and her fiancé because she wants them to get along because they're going to be family. But... It's never going to happen. No, I think she wants him to get along because she needs to keep staying there. I don't think she really... Well, she's decided to move out. I think because it just didn't work out. Yeah. I mean, she really needs to... She needs to go get her own space and they can get their own food. But I think ultimately Emily's going to be miserable because she's going to realize Sasha doesn't 
love Emily. Like when you're in a relationship with somebody and you marry somebody that you truly love, like all these people that say, oh, I gained weight so my husband dumped me. Well, he never really loved you. Right. He liked that you were hot or that you were skinny or whatever. But like I never worry that if I gain weight, my husband's going to lose interest in me because my husband's interest didn't begin with my body. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm sorry, but like after a certain amount of time, you don't even see your spouse anymore. And I don't mean that in a mean way. I mean it in a nice way. Like they become who they actually are to you. Right. And when you look at them, you more see like their energy, like their vibe. Who how they are. on a particular day. Yeah. You know, how they're treating you. You don't look at them and think, like my husband, for example, perfect example. He is so funny. He, he's, he always likes to joke that he has skin like a teenager because he gets the occasional pimple. And it makes him so self-conscious and so upset. And I, we have that we have this like joking argument constantly, where I literally am like, I can't even see what you're talking about. When I look at you, mm-hmm. I do not see a pimple on your chin. I just see my husband. Right. You know, I'm like, I don't think anyone else is staring at your pimple either. Yeah. And it's really hard to like talk him off his ledge. <laughs> well, and, and you know, and my husband and I always talk about, oh, we have to lose weight, but I'm not doing it for him. Like, if I lose weight, I'm doing it because I want to be healthy well, and I want to be thing. around for my kids. And I don't think Emily's unhealthy at all, so I can't give I don't, him that. I don't think she's unhealthy no. at all. I think she actually she looks great. She has a normal post-baby and body. And she looks very normal, and she seems very healthy and whatever in and her own right. she is breastfeeding. And so I think she's totally fine, but the fact that he is now trying to impose something else... And I think she really is concerned that he will leave her she if she doesn't. It. Ha- yeah, she admitted it. I mean, to actually admit that. But then you, you know. have that's almost like admitting. I know he doesn't love me. Yeah, he just wants. He just likes. He's attracted to me when I look a certain way, and it's it's such a difference. I mean, when you somebody loves you, they love you unconditionally. There's no like, oh, I would love you more if you were skinnier or if you got a nose job. That's why all these people that do all this plastic surgery to keep their husbands. I'm like. You're in a very, very, very fucked up relationship as it is. Like, I have to say something very cruel. Yeah, go and for you it. You know I don't like to do that. I just don't think she's as attractive as he is. Oh, she's in not. Total. I mean, even when she was, and she was very thin before she had, no. before she got pregnant, she just simply isn't as pretty as he is. So, And she's super I, annoying. That's concerning me. You know? Although, like, if you look at his ex-wife, she's not very pretty I think either. He moves up. Up and up and up. Not that we haven't even seen his second wife. So maybe she's gorgeous. Yeah. But, you know, the first wife, you know, a little different. He is very attractive. He's very handsome. I mean, he's a Neanderthal type, but a lot of women are into that. And he's obviously, like, completely shredded because that's his job. And, you know, I think he's going to keep bopping around until he lands someone prettier than he is. Right. And she's not. She just had very shallow. But she had more to offer. Like, just the fact that his entire job is based around his body and perfecting his body means that he's very like jasmine-esque where his soul focus is on the aesthetic and it's important for his spouse or his partner to be that way and she's never going to be enough for him because as i said she just simply isn't that's not who she is attractive as he is and she's not she's not that as attractive as he is and that's not who she is No. no it's just not who she is she's her focus is now switched it's more like taking care of my baby, take, you know what I mean? I think you put your finger on something there, too, that maybe one of the reasons he gives up on the women that he's with after they have babies is because they switch focus, and he's so self-absorbed. And he doesn't want to share the spotlight with the baby. Yeah, that probably is it. He needs to just start wearing condoms. That's the yeah, solution. Stop breeding. Yeah, you're not meant stop to be... Stop having children with random people. 
But I am very worried about them. I'm less worried because luckily she is now in the United States. She's I got actually support. Think, I think the darkest part of her story was the fact that she had to give birth in that like saw-like oh Russian God. hospital. That would like, terrify oh me. Not only give birth, but have like an emergency C-section there. Yeah, I mean, clearly like, they did a great job terrifying. and the baby's fine and she's fine. And but I'm not still, bagging, but it was just a scary It's just scary prospect. No now she's in her home country. She has her family. So when he inevitably leaves her... She's she's fine. She's supportive. she'll be fine. She'll be her single mom self with her family mm-hmm. and take care of that baby. She'll move back in with her sister, yeah. who's clearly never getting married. <laughs> oh my god, not in a mean way. But I think that's what he's also kind of scared of too. I don't want you to turn out like your sister. Well, she had kind of a shrew thing going. She did, but like I think he treated her really poorly. So oh, I wonder how she would have behaved if. But but again, then again, the way she attacked him about his past was really out of line. I mean, yeah. it's none of her business. He's never going to be able to give her a satisfactory explanation, so why even discuss it? It's none of her business, but I get it. I am an older sister, and I remember not yeah. liking my, well, now brother-in-law. And I remember giving him a really hard time when they were dating. Yeah, I did that, too, to my brother-in-law. And most of it was because my sister would complain to yes. me so you know all, all the, the time, dirt. so I knew yeah. all the negative, but she would never yeah. tell me the positive, so I would always like get on his case. Now, I love him dearly, and I understand that my sister's most of the problem, but, you know, whatever. So, I, but you, but I, so I get where she's coming from. I do, too. At the heart of it, I get where she's coming from. I do, too. But I don't have. It wasn't a great look. I don't, know. it wasn't a great look, and I don't have very, speaking of looks, what's up with the red lipstick in that family? They're all, like, whiter than a sheet, and they wear this, like, they're super pale. Well, this is my worry, too, about Emily. I mean, I think that. She may be kind of. It may be that she's just as shallow as he is. You well, because she went with that bleached hair that looks like gray. Almost. She looks ridiculous. I mean, she. Yeah. I mean, in terms of the choices she's made, oh, yeah. aesthetically with her cosmetics and everything, she just looks completely ridiculous. Yeah. Um. But so I don't have much hope for them long term. No way. He's going to leave her. He's going to go and back do the to same Russia. Thing. No, he's not. He's going to find a richer, prettier girl in the United States. You think so? A hundred percent. So then he He's has to marry find her some first. Some woman though. in his gym. But he has Maybe to marry even her first. an older first. woman, but he's very pretty. He has to marry her first. He's gonna marry her to get yeah, in he's here. He's gonna marry her, and then he'll move around. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Speaking of people who are not going to last, let's talk about Annie and Robert. Yeah. So Annie and Robert, they're just completely mismatched. Yes. They are in completely due. Two different phases of their lives. He wants somebody who's going to be a homemaker and a mother to his three-year-old and in that way be a partner. And she wants a partier friend who's going to fund her lifestyle. And he has no money and she has just this thirst for going out and partying. They're just both barking up the wrong tree. And of course, it's because they... They of all the couples we've ever seen on this entire show, they knew each other the least. Yeah, they didn't know each other at all. They met once and literally got married. That I think day? they they got they no they didn't get married. No, they didn't get married. They got engaged that day. But they literally spent all day, and you know they spent all day having sex. I'm sure of it. And then it was like, oh, I love you. Let's get married, and that's so stupid. It was pretty rough watching her complain to his sister that he wasn't having sex with her. <laughs> no. enough. It's like, um, I don't care how close you are with her. I, that's that's a rough cut. But it was really funny when the sister's like, do you know that he's poor? <laughs> well, the sister's so sweet. I mean, the She's sister... very sweet, but she's also very... And I get that Annie doesn't have any friends here, and so that's her friend. 
But, like, the sister's, like, telling her, like, do you know that he's not, he has no money. Like, not only, not to mention the fact that he's got, like, all these other children in New York that hopefully he's supporting in some way. But I don't know. We don't know. Um, Hopefully is the best way to put it. Yeah, hopefully he is. And it's not even going to be much if he is. But still, he doesn't make enough money to support her lifestyle or what she thinks she's going to want. Like, she just, she wants a sugar daddy, and that is not who he is. No way. And I, but I do think that he sold her a bill of goods. Maybe, but can't you just here. look at him and tell that he's not rich? Not really. I mean, I don't know. It's, he doesn't have, like, a horrible car. Is he, he missing teeth? I don't think so. Oh, I feel like I I mean, he's teeth. not handsome, but he's also not, like, dirty and decrepit. I don't know. I mean, I'm not attracted to him. No. But. I mean, I think she actually is attracted to him because she wants to have sex all the time. Yeah, that's weird. But yeah, but she's still in her like lady pond, dipping her feet in the lady pond. Let's go to strip clubs. Let's go out. Let's get drunk. Let's party. Let's have sex all the time phase. And he's like, uh, I have children. <laughs> well, the funny thing is that I think she's what every man like him thinks that, that he wants. Want. Mm-hmm. But then when it's actually in front of him, he's like, oh, wait, but that would entail... Me also going out until three in the morning. And me paying for all and of paying that. paying for all that. Oh, wait. That might be cool in a movie, but... Yeah, Or no. cool in a mistress. And right. And a wife. Right. So, they're not going to last. No way. Um, I don't even think they'll get married. I hope not. I just don't... But, like, we... Like, what I was thinking, though, is that it's hard in these couples where they've put all their eggs in one basket and have decided, this is who I'm going to be with. To give me that life in America because it's not like they she can now be like oh I'll just go back to the Dominican and find somebody else and it was try a again right I'm gonna go try again because I think that's a red flag and I don't think that they for immigration for immigration I don't think they take too kindly to people repeatedly um applying for ninety day fiance visas with different I, I people I agree I mean I don't know for a fact but I imagine that there's an adverse inference. Yeah, oh, I for sure. I would assume that would be it. Because they don't want people just trying... Because that clearly indicates somebody who's just trying to get here. It's a motivation that's unrelated to the relationship. Right. And so I would feel like... So she kind of... If her end goal is to be here... She she's, she's, she barked up the wrong Yeah, she's, she's hooked her... Um, no, I think she's going to try to marry him. I just think that he might actually be smart enough to I back hope out so. This. I don't know. These guys don't. Strike me as the sharpest tools. In no, me. no, definitely not. And this is the thing that I, I like and don't like about 90 Day Fiance is there are these different levels, okay? Different levels of wealth, class, mm-hmm. and just, and by that I mean someone being classy, intelligence, mm-hmm. you know, this, the, the structure and solidity of the relationship. Mm-hmm. So you can scrape the absolute bottom of the barrel which to me is Annie and Robert. Yeah. They're not smart. They're not in a solid relationship. They didn't think about they, what they were doing before they did it, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And then, and we can switch if you'd like to the top of what I would call the top echelons of 90 Day Fiance, which is a Michael and Juliana. Juliana. Now, and Michael and Juliana, I think, have the healthiest relationship. Yeah. They have the healthiest relationship and the healthiest whole family. And that extends to his ex-wife, Sarah, and I know she's married now to her new husband. And that explains so much. I could yeah. not for the life of me understand how she was so chill with Juliana. And now I understand it's because she has no interest in being with her ex-husband. No, she's done. She's got a new husband. I want to know what happened there. I wish they would give us like way more details about 
what happened in their marriage because it sounds to me like just the all-American tragedy of him taking her for granted, making all this money, starting to want to just level up and get a new model, and that was it. And it's just like, wow, it's so trite. Mm -hmm. You know, just because of the way she's described what happened, and also it actually really struck me very intensely, maybe because this happens to me all the time. She was saying that, Sarah was saying that Michael used to, on her birthday or Mother's Day or whatever, say, oh, no, you don't need to cook clean or whatever. And then instead of actually doing it himself, which is sort of the implication, he would simply leave it all for her to do the next day. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, that totally happens to me. Not because my husband's an asshole, but because he just isn't used to doing those things. So it's not in his... It's not in his repertoire, yeah. you know? If I said, when I say to him, clean that dish, he cleans that dish, you know, without asking twice about it, but he doesn't, he just doesn't have any... It's not his proactive. He he's not be proactive, proactive no. Yeah, I... And I'm I, like, is that why they got divorced? You know, because you read about those things. It seems so trite and just so common, Yeah, but sometimes you know? those things, once you, when you, it is very common, but I think that... I mean, you must know this. You must Yeah, see this. I see it all the time, and I almost... But I see it, they simplify it for me, right? Mm. Oh, you know, it's just, I, you know, I, there was one divorce that I did a long time ago where we represented the wife and, you know, I remember he walked in, husband walked in with his lawyer and he handed her like a wad of cash. Handed was, like, the lawyer or the wife? The, the wife, the ex-wife, well, the soon-to-be ex-wife for the nanny and oh. for expenses. Just like a wad of cash. I was like, holy shit. And she was used to be a fit model and now she's just like you know, staying home with the kids and stuff. And she's like, I like to have fun. I like to be with my, I love my children. I like to have fun. And he's kind of a wet blanket. He just wants to stay home and do nothing. And they just started growing apart. He was very controlling with the money. Mm -hmm. And she was like, but I'm taking care of the kids. Like, give me a little bit of freedom. And it made her feel like I'm so like, it was him controlling her with the money and her feeling completely helpless. And they just got to the point where, and it was really sad. She was very sad about the end of the marriage and there was love there, but you could tell it was really frustrating. The partnership wasn't the working. It wasn't a partnership. It was like she yeah. was another employee Yeah. and it just got to the breaking point. And that I have seen her since remarried with somebody who they don't have enough, they don't have children together, but he's almost like, he's such a great stepdad because they go on all these family vacations mm -hmm. and they're always traveling and, he clearly makes a lot of money too, but he likes to you enjoy it and 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 have a good time, and she, it's a much better fit. It's just like they're aligned in in a lot of ways, and I feel like sometimes with these situations, maybe Sarah and Michael were aligned at the beginning, but then as they grew up, because they got married, I think fairly pretty young, young with nothing with nothing, but as they accumulated money and as Things they grew changed. up and had kids. Things change. Her values change. Expectations his expectations change. and values change, and then they are on divergent paths. So, but I'm I'm actually really impressed that they're able to be so close. Well, they're both essentially married to other people now, and I mean, I think you've seen that in with your yeah. husband. And his it's ex, so great know. because it now helps when people have moved on romantically. She's like friends with Juliana. Not just friends. I mean, they had a really touching heart to heart, and I was completely taken in by Juliana's story. It was horrifying yeah. like she's basically the victim of sort of a quasi human trafficking I mean yeah just the absolute some of the worst stuff you've ever heard and Sarah like really took it in yeah and was affected by it deeply and 
saw a depth to Juliana that, you know, only really getting to know someone can provide. And right, because I'm sure she had her preconceived notions. Who's this 22-year-old? Kind of a bimbo. Beautiful you know? bimbo but she's not model. Bimbo. But she's not. She's smart, and she's, she's had been a, a lot. lot. It, she just happens to be very beautiful. It. Yeah. I So I, I like their touching. story. I, I feel like touching. they could they could definitely um, last. I think Juliana and Sarah are going to have a lifelong friendship. Yeah, I think they, and they should. She's pretty amazing. And I think, I hope that Michael, I think Michael truly loves her. And totally. I actually think she loves him. She does. She absolutely so loves I, him. So I actually like their relationship. I, think I mean, it's... and for her, I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, go ahead. For her, it actually, it's so much more believable that she's genuinely in love with this like old guy mm-hmm. because her ex-husband was a monster. Mm-hmm. So even if, and her ex-husband was 20 years older than she was. Mm-hmm. So she's like, well, okay, it's the same age range. Obviously I can put up with that, but this is a good guy who treats me well and mm-hmm. loves me. and is going to give me a great life. So to her... It's like completely, it makes sense that she actually loves this like older guy. Yeah. he's so kind to her. I like them. Um, now speaking of the other end of the spectrum that are not very intelligent, how about Angela and Michael? <laughs> Ugh, how about they get taken off the show? Oh my God, I can't stand them. Especially because, I'm sorry, but it doesn't look very good for him. Like getting a visa. It's got to be really hard coming from Nigeria anyway, because I think there's a a conception that Nigeria is full of scammers. Right. And then, you know, it is an incredibly unlikely duo and he's already been denied. So I just love the hypocrisy and the fact that Angela is so stupid. Yeah. She's as you, you were saying this to me earlier on our, on our earlier broadcast, that yeah. we'll never see the light of day, um, that you think it's, it's, it's hypocritical. And I agree with you that she's such a sort of blind Trump supporter. Is there any other kind? And no. yet she's not, she's completely missing the fact that his sort of values as president are completely opposed to what she wants, which is to bring in an immigrant. An immigrant. Yeah. She's so dumb. I should be able to have, yeah. Hi. Everybody feels that way, Angela. Whatever. Anyway, she's an idiot all around. This whole thing is stupid. I don't know why he doesn't just dump her and marry somebody who can give him children, which is what he wants. That, that part is the, the part it's that I so really confusing. get stuck on because that's never going to happen. It's clearly a real They don't deal even breaker. talk to each other nicely. Like, they're such, they're so awful. I think that they're both completely desperate. Like, she has... Why is he desperate? Well, he, he's desperate to come here because, like many people on the show, he thinks America is going to be a lot better than it really is. I mean, that's what happens, yeah, right? Yeah, but people there are have this plenty dream. of people... He's not an unattractive person. No, he just thinks... I mean, uh, yeah... I mean, he could find so many other younger women on the internet that are, I mean, Maybe, hello. maybe not. I don't know. In Trump country? Yeah, well, maybe. actually, in Trump country, the hard part is that he's black. You know who he should get together with is the one who was with Muhammad, Danielle. Oh, my God. That's like a more reasonable match. <laughs> That's like more. Oh, my. I can't watch Danielle, though. She's too sad. That was rough. You that was the really reunion? rough. Remember the reunion episode where he said he wouldn't have sex with her oh. because she essentially had an odor issue? Ew, that was, it was so bad. The most humiliating thing he's, I think I've ever seen. He's horrid. Not that I, I mean, oh God, so much was wrong with that. There's so much wrong with he her. He was really using her. I mean, Yeah, but I mean, hello. She yeah. just was dense. But again, that's, what I'm, that's my point. Like you have such a degree of desperation that really anything is possible. And again, if you have people manipulating each other, yeah, you know, I yeah. don't know, I hesitate I to blame the victim. No, it's true. It's true. It's true. I just feel like it's not so much victim blaming. It's just like 
reality checking. Like there's such a lack of like self-awareness that's so extreme, especially in Danielle's case. A lack of awareness in general. Yeah, like how could you not... Well, I don't know. Like, anyway, I'm going to go down a very cruel course, so I'm no, just going to no. avoid it altogether. I understand. Everyone <laughs> Everyone knows what you're saying. Yeah. Everyone agrees. In that. Yeah, I, we all know what you're talking about, but... just seems so... Anyway. Anyway, Michael and Angela are boring and lame, and I hate them, because they're just taking up space on my television, and I don't like that, because they're never going to get what they want. He's never going to get what he wants. What does he think? They're going to get married and she's going to have his kid? Come on. Well, that's that's the only thing I... I that, that's the thing that I hate most about them being on the show is that there's this very clear deal breaker that just is being glossed over. It's and like what, And then you really feel like you're just wasting your time watching them because it's like... This yeah. is not going to go anywhere regardless of the immigration issues. Well, so many of these people have deal breakers. In this particular season, mm-hmm. we're seeing so many people that have these really strong deal breakers where they're just coming out now. Like, for example, Natalie. the next obvious, yeah, Michael and Natalie. Mike goes to Kiev in the Ukraine to see Natalie. Wait, is Kiev different than Kiev? Kiev? I don't know. I was confused. I thought that that's just how it was like. I think maybe they're different cities. Because Kiev is K-I-E-V, right? K. Y E V. Well, that's where she lives. No, she lives in K Y I V. Oh, get K Y I V. But isn't Kiev K I E V? Well, I think it doesn't matter because in Russian there's oh, yeah. no difference, right? Okay. Between like what we would translate as an I and a Y in that pronunciation, but I believe that Kiev and Kiev are different places. Okay, so maybe she just lives, but she lives and if in the not, Ukraine. Sorry, y'all. Yeah, I don't know, but she I'm lives American. in she lives there. <laughs> And she is, her deal breaker is that she wants to marry somebody who is Christian and who goes to church and believes in God. And who wants a kid soon. And who wants a kid like relatively soon. None of that fits Mike. None of that fits Mike. And the fact that they never spoke about it. Although the good news with them is that she's not in America on a 90 day fiance visa yet. No. They're they're in like a reasonable phase of discovery here. Right. right? So it makes sense that he goes out there to see her. You know, they're, they're, they're figuring it out, which is great. Figure it out now because he's figured out that she needs somebody who's Christian and who believes in God. And she's figuring out that he doesn't believe in God, um, that he believes in a higher power of some sort, but he's not going to go to church and he's not going to get baptized. And it's and just not, not going to happen. And he's not going to have kids right now. And he's not going to have kids right now because he has this debt that he wants to get rid of. And when he does have kids, he feels it's totally appropriate that she takes them to church, but that he doesn't have to. And it's not, it's, for him, it's not a thing. And she has made it very clear in her very unsophisticated and immature way that it makes her upset because she would go and have crying tantrums and pout and have all these just emotional manipulation tactics that are usually um, used by four-year-olds, like my child. She's she's (laughs) kind of like a nightmare girlfriend, but she's good at, at... having a facade of normalcy for a while. And I think right. we just saw over the course of this Because we saw that. She seemed very normal, very independent, very intelligent, ambitious at the beginning. And so much so, and I mentioned this to you, that when they did the flash forward to that horrible scene where she says she doesn't love him, I was like, what the fuck happens in this season that you go from this to this? And it's not that something happens. It's that who she really is becomes apparent. And she's pretty nuts. She's totally nuts. The fact that she thinks you can't love somebody but argue with them at the same time is although maybe that's just like a hangover from her it could be or maybe she's not understanding or maybe there's a different 
Um, it could be a communication problem. It could be a communication problem. Like, maybe love is a different... Like, I love my husband all the time, but I am I can also be pissed off and think he's an, a dick sometimes. Oh, of course. <laughs> you know, because I can argue with him, and but I still love him. Married people fight all the time. That's yeah, like part they of Yeah, they bicker, they, like, argue all the time, but it doesn't mean you don't love them anymore. No. So, it, it's weird for me that she would be like, how am I supposed to love you? We've been fighting. But it, that's a very odd, odd and very immature thing to say. So for me, it just she's just not getting it. And she's not there yet. And he should just run back to Uncle Bo. I think that's what he's going to do. I hope that he does. And I hope he stays there. And I hope he just cuts it off. I wonder if the green pond dye is still in effect. <laughs> I don't know. Or blue. I wonder how Uncle Bo's doing. Is he alive? <laughs> What's happening with Uncle Bo? Let's get an APB out on Uncle Bo. <laughs> Well, I'm sure we'll see him Little again when Mike gets back. <laughs> um, and then other people who have deal breakers that didn't communicate them. Hi, Marcel. This was Marcel this was truly heartbreaking. And Anna. This was, was the most so awful. The most raw emotional display I've ever seen on I think any show. But it was so hard because it was like these two people who were like, they must be so in love. But they can't communicate, like, at all. That's the only thing that gives me any, like, solace. It's like, I'm sorry, this would not have worked out anyway. No. They can barely talk to they each other. They can barely talk to That's one another. That's not a functioning relationship. It just made me really sad. I mean, it made me sad because all he had to do was communicate to her in the very beginning, before he got on a plane, he could have said, look, it, it has to be okay with you that I never tell my parents about your kids because as soon as I do, they will forbid me from marrying you and I have to listen to that yep there's no she was not aware of the extent of the situation she was not aware that he would actually still listen to his parents and I think she still was like even this last episode she was like I was really hoping he would run back and and change his mind and not go back to Turkey but he is (laughs) yeah he was never it's not an option for him to no to defy his parents no. is not an option so and we don't understand that because in the united states i can't that's imagine. not how it's not my family... cu- it's also not my culture like i'm sure there exactly. are cultures here where you know i've been friends with people who are indian and who are like i wouldn't i wouldn't even try to date white men because it would be unacceptable to my parents. So I have to find an Indian man. You didn't see 90 Day the Other Way. No, I didn't. Which is a huge loss on your part. I know. And one of the couples was incredibly sad, just like this. And it was sad for the same reason. It was an Indian guy with this like old white lady from Palm Springs. But they were and are truly in love. And because his family never would have allowed him to be with a white woman, mm-hmm. or an American woman, or whatever, some combination of the two, he ends up getting forced into an arranged marriage with an Indian woman doesn't tell Jenny from Palm Springs because he truly loves her and wants to be with her, convinces Jenny to come move to India while he's married and puts her up in this apartment. And then one day, the father-in-law comes knocking and he's like, hey, Jenny, we just found out about you. This is not allowed. You're going to get arrested. Oh my god! And it was like seriously the scariest, saddest. It was the only thing that even comes that comes close to the Marcel Anna meltdown. But there are people, and it was the same thing where he could not. He literally was gonna be, go. He was gonna go to prison for, essentially adultery. But like he never had any actual option. 
to defy his parents and this and that. It's just, you know, it's just so, it is so it's foreign how the to me. It's how that society those societies So to set speak, up. Um, to not defy my parents. But my parents would never do that to me. But I'm saying there are cultures in which it would, they would do that. And you just decide that family is all, you know, there's no defying the family. That's I mean, what's so hard for us to understand. Is it's just it a is really hard because we don't get it, and it, she yeah. doesn't. Anna doesn't get it. Anna doesn't get it at all. So they really had. That's why ultimately it is his fault. Yeah, it's his fault, and they shouldn't be together. And he, I think he knew that she didn't understand mm-hmm. the extent of the situation, the seriousness of the situation, mm-hmm. and he didn't make it clear to her. Mm-hmm. So it is completely his fault. I think he just hoped that. He could convince her to keep those kids a secret. Mm-hmm. And that was his only plan. There was no plan B. Mm-mm. And now, like, they're both completely broken Yeah, it was so sad. It was it a was very, very heartbreaking sad. thing to and see. And she has kids, and he's been, like, in her house living with her kids. And they really liked him. And now her kids are going to be sad because she's sad and this and that. And it's just, like, a tragedy. And it totally could have been avoided if he had been upfront about what the reality of the situation really was. Like, he is not allowed to date a woman who has kids, so he should not have dated her. Yeah. Just don't even start it. And then, okay, so then we have Tanya and Sinjin. Yeah, you and I. We diverge on this. We do not get along because on this area. I am Team Sinjin a hundred percent. I do not like Tanya for him, or at all. Well, I agree with I agree with that. Well, yeah, but I mean, you seem see. You. I just also blame him. I don't not blame her. I blame her just as much as you do. I just also blame him. I just don't, don't. I think she's m- way more to blame than he is. I don't. I do. Unless, as you say, you had said this to me before we started recording, that you actually think, just factually, that she doesn't work and that she wants to rely on him to work and finance their lifestyle and their family. So that she can then, have babies. Then that's different. I, I, my understanding is that she's a real hustler and she just wants him to hustle also. But she's not a hustler. Who goes to Costa Rica for 30 days well, to become a witch doctor in a town in, in Connecticut and think that that's a hustle? I think that, and, and please excuse this, but I think you're judging I'm totally judging. Her for, 100%. Like, her I don't agree with any of that either. I don't believe in whatever the fuck she's doing over there in the jungle. I don't believe in any of that. I would never use that as medicine. I don't think it is medicine. I'm just as judgmental as you are about the actual thing. What I'm not judgmental about is her genuine belief in it and her decision to, like, try to make a business of it and make it part of her life. She's just... Another one of the people in the world, you know, that's different she's than I She's dreaming, though, and she's also... Why is but it so unreasonable? Freaking Gwyneth Paltrow selling a candle that supposedly smells like a vagina because and it's sold out. Because she's Gwyneth Paltrow and she's a I billionaire know, she's still on her own. Uh, by, by your, but by she's your not, definition, you're she's right. crazy. And she's, but she's crazy. Gwyneth. She's crazy, but the difference is she can support her children, and this is just like a fun thing for her. Again, I think Tanya's, Tanya's living with her hustler. mother. I think Tanya's a hustler from way back and she's been working and studying her whole life and she's very ambitious. I could be totally wrong about that. If I'm wrong about that, then I agree with you. Then what the hell kind of job does she have that she's been able to spend months in South... One month. Africa and in Costa Rica. I mean, maybe she works in like the service industry or something. That doesn't mean she's not a hard worker. Okay. I have not seen evidence of her working. So if she's employed, I want to see it. And also I think she wants him to work to support her having... Kids on a very quick schedule. 
Right. She wants two kids in two years. Okay, but I think that her real issue is it's coming from an insecurity that he will never do it. He'll never work because he has this crazy idea, and this is where I judge him, that it's like against, you know, a moral code to work because that would be enriching, you know, something. I don't think it's to work, though. But I don't think it's to work in general. I think... I think it is. I don't. I I think he will. Because she even said that, like, he quit a bartending job just because he decided he didn't want to, like, play into the system or whatever, you know? I think he's one of these doomsday prepper types, you know, who just wants to be off the grid, and that's all well and good, but not if you're married to someone who wants to be on the grid. Then you have to compromise. And I don't think he's willing to compromise, and I don't think she's willing to compromise, which, yeah. again, is why I blame both of them. I think they're equally uncompromising. But I don't think equal. And they should not be in a relationship with anyone unless that person happens to be exactly the same as they are. Well, the problem with them is they've been on vacation, Exactly. They're, they're in lust. Motors. They've they're never totally gotten past being in lust. in lust. And she kind of admits that. She's like, yeah, we're getting married much sooner than we actually would have wanted well, to. Well, especially when you're going to be gone for 30 days of that. I think she's an idiot. I think she's an idiot. I think she's very immature. Yes. But I think that he I absolutely like deserves like some blame here. Okay, some maybe, but not equal. You just think he's cute, don't you? I love him. I think him. we need to get the heart of the matter. You're biased. I love him and I don't like her. I thought the whole way she treated him in Costa Rica was shitty. I did too. I think she's selfish and narcissistic and self-centered. And disrespectful of him. And disrespectful. Hi, live with my mom while I go to Costa Rica and party for a month. Is, is rough. God. The whole thing I'd was I'd go nuts living with that Terrible. Woman. I would have been pissed. To find out that she was going to do that, like, that's just... And, I'm sorry, what were you... She was taking dance lessons? Yeah, that was pretty... That and was, getting that drunk and partying? Like, come on. That wasn't a good look. She was really Like, what is this 30-day in Costa Rica thing really all about? Again, we don't know. I know I'm know. judging. Like, maybe she was in, in a totally legit holistic medicine or whatever course... And she learned stuff and, you know, she's going to use... I mean, think about all the weird, you know, natural beauty brands and shit. Like, in this Connecticut? stuff can make money. Anywhere. She, she wants maybe, to be a witch doctor in Connecticut. Give me a break. Maybe they're going to move. Give me a break. I just mean, these are her ambitions. We, sh- we shouldn't judge her ambitions just because they're not our ambitions. I'm judging her ambitions because she's an idiot. I do think she's an idiot. <sighs> so, I will give you that. Okay, so then do we, we were missing somebody. Did we go I think through them we all? We are missing someone. I totally feel like we're missing someone. I know, but I can't think of who it would be. Okay. Michael and Juliana. We did the Russian guy. God, maybe we're not missing anyone. Cast. Yeah, look it up. We're, Is go- it we're Googling H? people. Who are the cast of 90 Day Fiance? Is this the right one? Yeah, I think so. I really feel like we're forgetting someone. Oh, I don't want to do this. This is not what I'm... Oh my gosh. Let me keep thinking. Oh, yeah. Jasmine and Blake. Oh, there we go. That's it. Okay, so Jasmine and Blake. Jasmine is horrible. Blake is... I don't know. So you, Blake is clueless. You have had an epiphany about Jasmine. I had a major epiphany about Jasmine that I need to share. So, she's very enigmatic. And by that I mean, I could not figure her out. I couldn't even try to figure her out. 
until just this last episode. I was I was withholding judgment because you all know I tried to do that. I was withholding judgment. I was giving her the benefit of the doubt where possible. And in that to that end, I'll say, I totally understand why she doesn't want to live with Blake's parents. I don't really like the way Blake's mother is treating her. I don't think that she's being very nice to Jasmine. Jasmine's putting up with it. She's being polite. And I think she gets points for that. They were basically gaslit into this situation by the parents on top of everything else. So I give her props for that. Um, she's Finnish, you know, and that could just give her a certain affect of being stoic, seeming cold. I mean, the Scandinavian area, Germanic people, of which I hail, that's like a classic description of those people. So it could be that just a culture class, we are expecting someone to be more effusive than she is and she can come off as standoffish and maybe maybe stuck up or whatever. So I was like, okay, she's Finnish. I don't know any Finnish people. That could just be a thing. But the problem, one of the problems with her, the first problem I ever had with her was the sister thing. Where I'm like, yeah. okay, this is very suspicious. Her mm-hmm. sister wins this lottery to move here. And then, you know, two seconds later, she's like with this American guy who's willing to bring her over here and marry her. Like, that's just very, very suspicious. It suggests that she had a motivation that was outside the relationship itself, which is not great, but still not enough. And I have to say, sometimes when she talks about him, when she talks about wanting to spend time with him or wanting to be with him and not with other people, it makes me feel like she actually does enjoy his company. And this is something you said, that you think that they actually may have a good relationship when they're Mm one-on-one. And I see that there. And and, and any lack of warmth is really just coming from the fact, again, possibly that she's finished. But ultimately, (laughs) the verdict is in. She's a monster. Yes. And I'll tell you why. Three hours to get ready to go out. Yes. (laughs) Unacceptable. By any measure. (laughs) No matter who you are. If you're just going to a show, there's no, there is absolutely no reason for three hours. The Real Housewives don't take three hours to get ready. Tiffany Amber Thiessen doesn't take three hours to get ready. Priv, the makeup people for all the Real Housewives. It's like 40 minutes. They don't take three hours, plus the hair people. They don't take three, three hours. Now, she doesn't have help. So it's interesting you bring that up. But also, she's not like curling her hair. No, she like braided her hair for that thing. She's either like drying it or straightening it. And maybe her hair is naturally straight. So she's not even having to straighten it. She made him late to his own event. Oh, she's very the important worst. To him. She's, she, ha- she just has to be very shallow in order to spend that much time and put that much importance on her physical oh, for sure. appearance. The fact that it's like a joke between them that she won't let him touch her after she's sort of perfected her look is really, really offensive to me. Oh, it's just <laughs> I'm just ridiculous. not okay with someone being that um, shallow. She's and terrible. then on top of it, I think she's had plastic surgery and a lot of it. Like it's I don't know that, but just looking at her, her nose looks completely fake. Her cheekbones look fake. She does, but she looks exactly like her sister. No, she doesn't. You don't think so? No, not at all. I think the only I reason they don't look the prettier. same. Her sister's pretty because I think she's more natural. Mm. I think Jasmine went in and fucked up what was probably a super nice face. Maybe. Because she's some like, you know, but wannabe I don't even, Instagram I don't even think influencer. She's pretty. Ugh. Well, not anymore. I just don't understand it. It's just crazy. And his friends are never gonna like 
His friends will never like her. She will never no. like his friends. They're just very... They're too different. And they don't have the love that that apparently Blake has for her. So... Okay, he, so this is something, again, and I'm sorry I keep bogarting this conversation. No, but please. This is something that really hit close, home, close to home for me. And it's really why... Because we all have our own stuff, right? It's why I wanted to give her the benefit of the doubt and withhold judgment, specifically with her. Because I really empathize with her plight of coming into a larger, like, well-established group, whether it be friends or family, and not being accepted because she's just different and she expresses herself differently. Again, this is where the finish thing comes in because I... That is, like, my life story, joining a large Lebanese family. It has not been easy. There's been a lot of drama. I constantly feel judged and partially because I don't fit in seamlessly. Like, as if that's that in and of itself is a mark against me. Okay. And so I really feel for her that they're all taking any opportunity they have to take issue with her. And you and I were talking about this before. Just because she doesn't like rap or she doesn't like his particular brand of rap, it's completely subjective. It does not mean anything, frankly, about their relationship. She still went to the show. And I was saying to you earlier, if my husband was, like, in a death metal band, not only would I not like it, I wouldn't go to the concert, and I wouldn't even let him, like, practice in the garage because I hate death metal. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she was as supportive as she could be without, like, magically changing her inner ear canal to appreciate music that she just subjectively doesn't like. And you don't have to. No. Like, the fact that his friends are like, she doesn't even, she wasn't even out there. She supported you. She showed up she at your fucking up. event that she, she's not into rap music. She doesn't have to be. That doesn't make her a monster. No. I'm not into my husband's music. I can't but again, stand his music. They're taking any excuse of they course. can get to take issue with her because overall they don't think she fits in with them. Yeah. And I think that's really messed up because I have been there. I am still there. Yeah. And so a lot of like the little things that they're I never going to give her the benefit. Of no, the doubt. I never get the benefit of the doubt in my like larger in-laws family sort of not just my in-laws, but like it's just this very large clutch of Lebanese people and. It's, it's, you're the outsider. You're the waspy outsider. Yeah. And And you you become kind of the whipping boy. And, you know, if there's an issue with like my kid or something, it immediately gets blamed on me or my husband or someone else's kid or, you know, it's like amazing the stuff they can pin on me. And it happens. My mother has had, my mother dealt with us her entire marriage. My grandmother, my dad's mom hated my mother and would insult her. Over and over, they went to Portugal when I was, like, a kid. I think I was, like, 15. So this is, like, 17 years into their marriage. And my grandmother accused my mother of stealing from her. Oh, my gosh. Like, anything that would happen... That's way worse than anything I deal with, just for the record. (laughs) My mom would get blamed for stealing, for whatever was wrong. It was my mother's fault. And my mom would take... my, My uncle's... My grandmother's only two children were boys, so their wives, my aunt and my mother, were the only two women who would take my grandmother to doctor's appointments, to Mm. dentist appointments, grocery shopping if she needed it. They did so much for her, and she was such a bitch till the bitter end. Well, you become a scapegoat for someone else, or in this case, a group's own issues and insecurities. And it's hard because in a family situation... Like, my dad could very easily be like, ugh, just ignore my stupid mom, whatever. And make, and just be like, I'll just be the one to take the kids to see my mom, or whatever. Could kind of be like, whatever, they're just family, just ignore them. But this situation, it's Blake's 
like friend group. Yeah, and who maybe, he actually really likes and wants to hang yeah. out with, and she will never be accepted. And they should probably all accept that sooner rather than later because it's just yeah. going to cause unnecessary strain. I mean, the only fucking fight my husband and I ever have is just about the fact that I really don't fit in with his like circle of people who are so important to him and who I want him to have relationships with you know but it's never been because this is actual family and we have kids and like people need to be together I can't just like absent myself you know I have to be at everything so in this in their case it's not true yeah no it's true I just so I don't know they may last they may not last his family's pretty shitty too I, his mom, I don't think his mom treats her well at all. I think bringing up the money about the wedding was really inappropriate. I think forcing her to cook with her Because I think, you know what I think though? I think that, sorry, I'm interrupting no, you. No, I've interrupted you 800 <laughs> times. But I think the real root of all of this with Blake's friends and with Blake's parents is that they think this is a horrible idea. Yeah. And they don't think yeah. it'll last. It's the scapegoat things. So. Yeah, so they are going to strike her down no matter what because yeah. they think he's made a horrible decision. Yeah. So that's what's feeding all of this. She could have been a very sweet girl. I don't think she is, though, ultimately. No, I don't think she is. So either. because of all her, because of just how her incredibly flaws. shallow <laughs> she actually is. Yeah. And it's kind of like Sasha. You know, Sa- I would venture to say that Sasha's shallowness mm-hmm. Is what has led him to ruin mm-hmm. marriages and relationships with children, which is a very real tragedy. Like I think the tragedy of his self obsession and narcissism, you know that 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 shows itself that presents as like very intense shallowness, essentially obsession with with the body and a look, has ruined essentially his life. I would say, even yeah. if he doesn't know it yet. This ultimately is going to ruin his life. He's going to alienate his children and the people who matter to him, and he's going to die. He like, just needs alone. to marry somebody who's not going to have children. Don't uh, have yeah, any but more he's children. Keep straight anyway. Yeah, so I know. you You're have right. that, and then you have. I I would say that Jasmine has exactly the same problem, where she has this obsession with her body and the way that she looks, and it's more important than anything else in the world. And she's going to ruin her relationship with her husband, who I actually think she does love. Yeah. I think that they love each other. Despite all her Finnish stoicism. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't like her. I don't like her either. I don't like how, how shallow she is. It's really... I, I find it offensive. And like I worry like, about something that matters. And I like Blake, and I feel for him. I like Blake a lot, actually. I, I think he's got a really good energy. He's got, like, a lot of, like, fun attitude. I think it's cool that he respects his parents. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't like his parents, so that's kind of a fly in the ointment there. But the fact that he respects their boundaries and who they are, mm-hmm. etc. I like that about him. It's not like a Marcel. It's not to a Marcel level yeah. where it's like, you know, crazy. Yeah. So, I but I think they're going to get married. I mean, I think there's enough love there. Mhm. And the way also that he defends her to his friends and doesn't really let them get to him. Yeah. And he'll only get better at that. Yeah. Um cuz at some point he's going to okay. say, "Look, if you don't he's gonna like tell it, him to shut up. Yeah, at some point, then yeah. take hit the road. Yeah, he's well. He's just gonna say we're not talking about this. I'm not bringing her around you. Yeah, you have not managed to accept her in any way. So we're you done. Know, we're done. And he's never gonna pick his friends over his wife. No. Assuming they get married, that's not gonna happen. He shouldn't. He shouldn't have to. He shouldn't have to pick. I get such a bad vibe from Rita. I don't know if it's because oh, she kind friend. of like looks like a character from Heather's. Or what's going on. But I kind of have a problem with her. And I think she's jealous. 
Maybe. And she's sort of acting out because she's jealous. Not necessarily that she likes Blake, but that maybe she just doesn't like having another girl around. Because you don't really see other girls besides those two. And now she has these, like, two Finnish, like, bombshells hanging onto every... Mm-hmm. You know, even though they're on the outskirts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but the season is great. I mean, yeah. I'm loving 90 Day this season. I'm loving it, too, and I'm glad that... Um, what is it? Is it almost over? I think it must be almost over just because of the fact that they... We're losing Marcel or... Yeah. Well, those... maybe not, though, because it's only, like, the ninth episode. I know. It hasn't been... That, I feel like it hasn't been that long. I feel like it's, like, a 20-something episode yeah. show, usually. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Well, should we take a break and then switch to uh, Sister Wives? Just one really, just one quick thing. Because yeah. I was thinking of, like, the exact mix. Like, the if you mixed Sasha and, what's her name, Emily. Jasmine oh. together, you would literally get on FISA. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> She's like a Slavic <laughs> bodybuilding Im- influencer. <laughs> And what's really funny about that is that her husband has been in jail this entire time. time. (laughs) It's like a Joe G. time warp. Not only are they still married, I mean, I think they're like actually legit still married where they're like really together. It's very interesting. (laughs) I I kept having this like running thing in my mind the other day when they get in the car at one point. She's like, I need my blue bag with my makeup. (laughs) I just kept running that scene. I don't know why. I must have, like, dreamt about it or something. I just don't understand. Like, three hours. I, I don't understand I don't know that. what I would do to fill my time for three hours to get ready. I can't imagine wasting my time like that. No. It's just there are so many more important things that you could be doing. And again, like, what does it say about you? I could be taking a nap. And then they were late. Yeah. The very event that she was doing all this work for. So it's like... She can't even get her own motivations in check. And quite frankly, she looks exactly the same as she always does. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, I would love to see her with no makeup. Yeah. I would be like, yeah. Okay, you know what, go with that. Because some people look better and they don't realize it. Like, I'm sorry, but I think Kim Kardashian is beautiful. She is beautiful. When she has no makeup on at yeah. all. And yeah. same with Courtney. Not Chloe though. Yeah, Chloe could use a little Chloe bit. Chloe just looks really good with makeup on. Like she, she gets does a good look really gloss. good. She does really good bronzer. Like but I just I like her more I'd with makeup. Look at Kim, Kim, we've seen her without makeup, and she's just naturally she's beautiful. a beautiful yeah, person. She's beautiful, and Courtney yeah. too. I think Courtney's Courtney very too. beautiful. Yeah, and you don't need the makeup all the time. But and then look. you know you compare like a Kendall and a Kylie. Oh, Kylie looks way better with makeup. Kendall looks beautiful regardless. Regardless, yeah. So. Hmm. Anyway. anyway, all right, let's take a break and then we'll come back with Sister Wives. All right, so Sister Wives. So let me catch up here. The, the family has moved to Flagstaff, Arizona from their cul-de-sac in Las Vegas. I think something must have gone down there. Like you know, something I don't at remem- the kids' school or something. I don't know what happened. They to were saying make that it was unsafe. It. Yeah, there was something that was unsafe that Cody was trying to convince them, but not everybody was on board. Yeah, I think Christine didn't want to move. I don't think any of them wanted to move. It might have been that, like, only some of the kids were getting, like, ill-influenced in Vegas. And so they had to move everyone because it was, like, bad enough for just a few of them. But since everyone else is actually doing okay, 
it be it's it was like more difficult to like motiv- get motivated you know like when you have yeah. that many kids to consider but it was also re- it seemed really rushed and premature because yeah they did. haven't staged or they're in the process of they staging sold those houses and selling four those four houses, houses in Vegas but imagine? they bought the house that Christine is living in in Flagstaff so they have a mortgage okay wait i just had a really good idea why don't you and i buy two of those houses we should. Why don't we go move to Vegas? We can hook up with Colty. Oh get him gosh. on the show. Yes. Anyway, just just an idea. Okay, go on. <laughs> um, so they have five mortgages, be- or six actually, because they have the land, the huge expanse of land that they purchased in Arid Flag in Arizona. Yeah. So they have that property that they're paying on. They have the four mortgages in Las Vegas. They must have a lot of money. Like, they're always saying that they're on a shoestring. They cannot yeah. possibly be on a shoestring. And then they have the one mortgage because they bought Christine's house in Flagstaff that yeah. she's living in. Mm-hmm. And then they're paying rent on Mary's house. Chris, um, ugh, God, what are their names? Robin. Robin and Janelle. Janelle's house. And then doesn't Mary also have like a hotel that she bought? I, did she ever do that? I don't I think even she know. Did. I, think I just I don't I think she runs it. I think the idea was that she was going to run the hotel. But she was going to own it because own it was part it of her run family. It. Exactly. And I think that I think that that all, and we have to talk about this, that all comes, boils into this issue of like, what is Mary's relationship to the family? And I think that was like a big because she was going to spend point. time She was there. just basically going to leave. She was like, okay, I'm just going to move to Utah right. or whatever it is and run this thing. And then she didn't. And I think that was her recommitting to the family, which I think she did just for the show. Yeah, I, you know, Mary's role in this family is really... I have such empathy for, for Mary, Me quite too. frankly. Because she was the first wife, but she hasn't been able... I mean, bio, biologically, I mean, it has, through no fault of her own doing anyway um she hasn't been able to live up to the plural life role right because she was only able to give him one child she wasn't able to give any more children didn't all the other wives have six kids each? Uh, yeah the two had six and then robin brought three in that he adopted and had two which was the whole sort of reason why he had to divorce mary and marry legally marry robin so that he could legally adopt her children. Yeah, which could be true. It could be true. So, but he, but I think that also was very, um, that was very symbolic too. The divorce of Mary, divorcing very. Mary was very. It also had a very symbolic implication because they were because already struggling. They were already struggling, and then she got in this whole. She's just. I think she's just felt like. Very insecure about her relationship with him. Just because, A, she only had the one kid. Now the one kid is gay, which is not a bad thing, but it's not traditional. It's got to be complicated for a Mormon fundamentalist family. I mean, let's call spade a spade. Honestly, if any of the other children are gay, they come out as being gay, there's still like four or five other kids that may have a very traditional marriage and children. And Mariah may never have a child of her own. It may be Although that could. the person I mean, that she's married to might be the one having the children. Well, that's true. I mean, Mariah also is very pugnacious. Yeah. She's, she's, she's not the nicest kid. I mean. No, but I mean, she's had a lot to deal with. And so Mary has been always insecure and then she gets catfished. And but she was cheating on her husband. It, in let's an emotional. That, let's call that what yeah, it she was. She was having too. an emotional affair yeah. with a woman, but she thought it was a man. Yeah. And so it was just this 
horrible part two, and so she's not feeling very included. And then to top things off, he tells her that he needs to divorce her um, because of this other, like, there's like a, you know, it's all very technical why he and Robin need to be legally married. And I'm sure it's true. I mean, she, he had to illegally adopt the kids. But that really was symbolic of, like, the ending of her real immersion in this family. Like, yeah. it's got to be really hard. I can't even imagine, you know, he still has a connection with the other three women and he has so many children with the other young three women. children very who are young still being parented and so and now he, with janelle they have grandchildren yeah you know so it's just this really hard thing where mary really has no connection to him i will say though speaking of a lot of kids like if you think about it the sort of cast is significantly dwindling over time because i can't even remember how many older kids are now just like basically on not own. on the show you know you have logan you have Janelle's daughter, Maddie, is Maddie married. Uh, and a, like I think a couple of Christine's daughters. The one that married oh, yeah, the Mexican Mar- guy, the Mexican, and then the one with the really long hair who's pretty, who's really pretty, Aspen. She, yeah, Aspen married somebody. So all the That's married ones, and then there's a lot of kids that are like um, in college. Yeah, I mean, but then there's that whole next wave of kids that are in high school and little. And there is, like, even a baby. Well, that's Robin's. Robin just Robin, had the most recent yeah. baby. Yeah. So I feel like, but there's no, like, if anything, there's still a reason for Cody to get, to be in touch with these other women, right? Because they have to talk about the kids that are still at home. Mary doesn't have any kids at home. And there's also, and this is, I really don't want to be insensitive mm-hmm. as I enter into this particular aspect of our discussion, but I will point out there's this, strange thing going on with his wife's weight well that's i feel okay so i noticed this yes i don't want to be weird insensitive either but i think it's not uncommon in in mormon households and and i don't want to make this huge generalization about all mormons but i think because there's no alcohol or caffeine consumption the addiction becomes sugar Sugar that would make so sense. they eat and because there's so many kids they have to buy everything in bulk which yeah there's a lot of food around there's a lot of very unhealthy processed food around because it's cheaper because it's cheaper and they are feeding big that's large a, families that's a pretty good that's a well put together thesis Did so you just that's come up what with that? no I've been thinking about that for a while because I'm like why are they all so getting so heavy I have another take on this and so I think it's a lot of it is because of the food that they eat and the fact that it's just a lot of sugar because they don't they don't they eat and I remember this from going to I went to a Mormon wedding and mm. the drink options there's no tea because there's no caffeine it's just like coke there's no right? coke because there's no nope, Mormons but that's new coke. when I was there I went to the wedding before that oh, was yeah a thing. you and I have already argued about this yes. we need to find new material but they had Kool-Aid ew so they have like this punch or Kool-Aid because it like bug juice yeah it's it's what they can feed them so I think and they can buy it in bulk and whatever but I think they eat a lot of sugar okay I think that's really 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 well reasoned and I totally agree that it's a possibility I have another possibility that could be taken in concert okay which is I think because they've all independently said this then there's the fact that with the exception of Janelle and Christine two of his wives being Mary and Robin started out very thin and gained a lot of weight over time Mm mm-hmm and then there's things that they've all said about his personal preferences. I think Cody kind of pressured or encouraged his wives to gain weight because it's what he likes. I, see, I don't know. They've literally all said it. They've all said Cody likes a curvier girl. 
this and that. And okay. yet the women themselves, because women are, are trained to feel so deeply insecure about any extra weight we might put on over time, they all feel badly about it. So you had Janelle who went through her weight loss journey. I think Mary kind of did it too, mm-hmm. and Christine kind of did it too. The three of them did it together. And then Robin's gained a lot of weight. Now she's she had two has, pregnancies, but, she's but had she had, two had three before that, and she was very thin when they met. But I think he's the most attracted to Robin. I do and has too, been she's since also she started the youngest. in the family. So I don't, she's thin. I don't, I don't know. I don't find. I don't. She's gained a lot of weight. I think. And again, she this is has, where I want to be sensitive, but like she looks very different now than she did when she. She was has, but she's still much smaller than the other three. That's true. The other three, I mean. Janelle and Christine are very big. Are very big. But Although I, Christine really seems to have gained lost a bunch of weight she recently. Looks, I think she looks better now she looks than she ever now. has. Yeah, she looks better. Um, but I but I also think a lot of it is their diet. I mean, I just yeah. think that they don't. You might be honest, seem to exercise there. very much, but also I think it's their diet. They just have to buy these really processed foods in bulk, where they're not going to the organic farm, and their and, clothing is not revealing at all. So then it's easier to like kind of hide. And look sort of like they're wearing tenty type yeah. outfits. And it's also they're not in super, they're not living in the Bay Area. That's Their true. access to really healthy food probably is pretty limited. Well, anyway, it's an interesting question. It is interesting. There's but, something going on there and there's something also going on with his hair. Oh my God, the fucking perm. Who gave that man a perm? Stop. With the perm. Well, yeah. I'm wondering if he got it's a jarring. perm or if it's always been curly no, and he just used to it's brush it out. No, you can tell. You can just tell <sighs> by the way it looks that it's a perm. Why? Why would you do that? Someone convinced him to do that. And when I remember when I first saw it in the preview, preview I was I, I literally like, it was like, it upset me. It was so jarring. Everything about his hair upsets me always. Yeah. I no, never have liked his hair. They all say that they love his hair. Because they're weird. weird I don't get it. He looks terrible. I think that, um, I don't know. I just feel really bad for Mary. She just keeps getting handed a raw deal. Like of all the people to get catfished, of course it's going to be Mary. I think one of the reasons that she's sort of come hat in hand back to the family too is because she she felt so guilty for kind of bringing that on to yeah. the family. And I mean, that probably did cause the kids some hurt. I mean, she ruined her own relationship with Mariah, I would say forever. Yeah, but that. like I think also like... What is the benefit of being a part of this family for her? Except for the fact that she... Why does she have the biggest house? Yeah, I don't understand why... This this was a thing... This is a thing that's been going on for several seasons where Mary feels very put upon and discounted because she... If she's offered the smaller living space. Like, she's like... She's it, it one rubs person. It, in, it, like, rubs it in for her that she didn't have more than one kid that they want to, like... She's one But person. it's very unreasonable, and she needs... She she should be more un, more rational. I'd be that. like, put me up in a condo. Why would you want to take care of a house that big? That house is enormous. It's bigger than all the other ones, and they all have much... Many more children. I bet you she does a lot more babysitting than we realize. Although, I bet they've she takes said they don't see in. each other. Yeah, that's true. And they're so far apart now... They're very far apart now. Now, what's curious about all of this is most plural families that, I, as I understand it, and I don't, I will confess right now, I am not a plural family expert by any stretch of the imagination. I am. Okay, so I would, <laughs> I would assume that most plural families live in one big house. 
if they can. I if think they, the problem is that it's 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 not easy to do that. You have to right. buy like a very large structure and but it has now to be set up. that they're talking, they bought this huge plot of land, right? Acres and acres, and they're gonna build the big house on it. But like Christine's livid about it and doesn't want to yeah, live really in know the house what again. Christine's problem is I think she just didn't want to leave Vegas. Well, now they're like in the scene. Well, for next week, they're talking. They all get in together, and he's gonna present the one model, the one house model that he's thinking of. And Christine is like, I don't understand why he's not listening to us. We don't want to live in the same house. Oh, you're right. I, I don't understand that. I, that, that is strange. That's how it all started. They were all in one house. Yeah. And now they're so far away from each other. Have they been in one house since, since they left that house in, in Utah? Utah? Mm-mm. Never? Not even like a rental? I don't think so, because I think they moved right into Vegas, didn't they? Yeah, but they didn't move into the houses because they... Oh, they were in different houses They were in, in different houses, and then they moved into the houses, the cul-de-sac, and now they're in different houses in Flagstaff, like all spread out. I think that this, this highlights one of the things that's a draw about the show, is that it's all so complicated. Because there's so fucking many of them. Well, yeah, and they all have very different personalities. Like, I would think, like, Mary, why don't She and Robin started out as really good friends, which is how... I think they're still friends. Cody met Robin. But why wouldn't Robin just be like, just move in with me? I don't think they can do that because of the lines and boundaries that they need to have between each other because Mm -hmm. they share a husband. Like, I think that they probably have... They have probably locked down on how much they can really talk to each other and reveal to each other about oh. like the intimate aspects well, of their I'm relationship I'm very with him. clear that Mary and Cody are not intimate. No, there's no way. There's, I, no, there's no way they even sit in the same room. I don't even know that he, does he even spend time at her house? Unclear. Because I, I, I mean, don't know why he For her, I feel like for, if I were in Mary's position, I'd be so depressed all the time. I'm stuck in a house all by myself. My kid doesn't talk to me. My husband hates me. I don't get along with my sister wives. I think she gets along with them. I think you're wrong about that. I think she gets along, but she's not talking to them. And her attitude is very much like they need to reach out to me. Yeah, she's so insecure. You know, she just needs this constant validation. That's part of it. It's like, yeah. oh, they have to show me that they want to be with me. Yeah, oh, they love out. me, but their love is conditional. Yeah. And they just want to see me for fun. I'm sorry. But, like, why would they want to run up three flights of stairs moving you into your house? You know, I've got a hot take. What if what's really going on here is that they all actually genuinely believe in their religious doctrine, which states that they will all be together for eternity. Then all this stuff looks like pretty small potatoes. You know, you're like working out over millennia. Yeah. Yeah. You can't just cut her loose. She'll just come back. You know, (laughs) like think about it. Think about if you really believed that. It explains everything. I never thought about this in relation to the actual doctrine and the doctrine is the people you marry on earth are your wives in heaven forever i don't know and that's why you marry a bunch of people because it basically allows you to have like a larger family you know more (laughs) relationships like for eternity it was really disappointing and just and upsetting about mary's first rental in flagstaff where the neighbor, like, didn't want her kind. That was rough. It was so awful. Like, I would not care at all if a polygamist family moved in next door. Yeah, those neighbors must have been like, pretty small-minded. Like, who the fuck cares? That's you know, like saying, I don't want a gay couple next door. No, like, but you who know, the fuck cares? I don't think we should assume that it was all or even in part because they were polygamists as opposed to because they're on a fucking TV show. 
It could very well be that you do not, and especially in a small town like that where it's probably pretty easy to just drive around and figure out where stuff is, they just might not have wanted that kind of attention and exposure. And that I can understand. If you have little kids, you're like worried yeah, that there's going to the be exposure? people looking loose. No, people can come. Like looking loose, coming, looking for the house. You know, the camera I hope everywhere. that you're right, that but I be. doubt that you're right. But it could be. It could be. I just think it's ridiculous. Like quite. It's it just, doesn't sound like it because of how... You know, it was described that they wouldn't even shake their hand. It's yeah. like a, that sounds more like discrimination and, and hatred. And it's so ridiculous to me. It's the same thing with like people who are gay who want to... Why do you care? Yeah, why do you care? Why do you yeah. give a shit what other people are doing in their own home? And of course, if that's what's going on, then that's deplorable. It's just stupid. It's just stupid because it's like, I would not care if a polygamous family lived next door. I'd probably pepper them with questions. They probably wouldn't want to live next door to me. I'm surprised that the <laughs> landlord was so blasé about breaking the lease because that's very serious. And, you know, they've got a television network behind them. Like, these are not just yokels. Running from the polygamous, anti-polygamous law, you know. Yeah, this but if they live there for a long time, no, if they live there for a long time, and they have a relationship with their, with the neighbor that lives there, it they probably were just like it'd be easier just if you would agree to let me break the lease. Yeah, I think, and she did come, agree. And she, she said agreed. she agreed. She was like, She's I'm like, not, not going to fight you. She yeah. had, she absolutely had a legal right to fight. And I'm sure she wouldn't have needed to. I'm sure that the owner would have backed down. Just pay, or paid her, paid it off. Yeah, it would have been fine. But like, I just think that because Mary was like, I don't want to fight about this. She just kind of acquiesced. But I have to say, like, I just think it's. I would have so gotten some money out of them. That would have made me feel better about it. I would have been like, okay, then you're going to pay me, you know. You're going to make me whatever. whole. Whatever, you're going to make me whole. That's that's how, I mean, maybe it's the lawyer in me. But yeah. to me, that's how you avoid being the victim. You just don't allow yourself to be victimized. Right, you're like, okay, well, you can refund all my money and you can pay for my new security deposit. And you can pay for the movers to come and yeah, move all my stuff absolutely. out of here. And move me into my new place. Yeah, like, I absolutely would have gotten something out of it. I would have definitely done that. But I, I, you know, whatever. I just think it was just ridiculous. Like, who cares? And then the whole cops thing was weird. It made me ask myself whether polygamy is legal in Arizona. I assume it is. I don't even know. Because I would think that would be a top sort of criteria criterion for a place that they would be willing to settle because of course that's why they left Utah where polygamy is not legal. You know what's so strange? So I was looking into this because I have a family member, not an immediate family member, but there's a family member who married his first cousin. You're kidding. And I thought that that was illegal and so no, I looked into it's it. It's legal almost everywhere. It's not all states. It's legal almost everywhere to marry your first cousin. Yeah, but not every state. Some states you can't There's do some it. you can do but I'm thinking, if you can marry your first cousin, why can't you have multiple wives? So, you can. So, I think that in many states, you can. It's just, like, Utah is actually the you exception. You can't here. Maybe not in California, but, like, I, I, I... And I don't know this for a fact, but it seems like mo- in most states, you can. Well, the thing is, too, though, they're married by the church in many states. They can't... Like, polygamy seems to take on a very different meaning right well there's polygamy and bigamy well which i think are different things well bigamy is being legally, legally married, married to more so, than one but polygamy polygamy is you can be legally married to one person but like in marital relations in marital relations so i think that must be legal in california i don't know it would have to be because it, the law wouldn't have any bearing on the other marriages well you have to understand too that there are laws that are just not enforced 
Yeah, so it could I would be, be that surprised. it's on the books, but not enforced. I'd be surprised. Like, who cares? It's not going to affect them legally. It's not like they can get legally divorced. The only the one couple, only Robin. Yeah, it's like, what does the state even care? Except, I think that it matters with kids. Like, the state might have the reasoning that we can't allow this kind of family arrangement because it hurts the children. How? Not that I agree with that, but that that could be the argument. Like, that, I don't know, that it's... Hi, it's, Robert has, like, five kids from five different women. You know, I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm just trying to come up with... You would any, think that... Any, 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 you would, any skin the state would have in the game. No, but I know, but you would think that, that, that even as, like, a moral thing... They would prefer polygamy where everybody's bought into it and everybody is living... Well, you hit the nail on the head with that one because, of course, polygamy has a terrible reputation thanks right. to like, the Warren Jeffs It stuff. depends. It depends. You know, they not... might outlaw it altogether and throw the baby out with the bathwater. Right. That I think the that's the case. Too. I think that's the case. And a lot of it's like the underage crap. Which is about the kids. About, which exactly. is about the kids. That, that I can get behind. But like a Cody situation, wouldn't you rather have Cody have children with four different women who all still remain contact with each other and all the kids are siblings in you know together and all Unless our big family. All those people end up on welfare. Then that's Yeah, but not none great. of them are. But like what if Cody died? Like that could be an argument, you know? Like if the father sure if all of this insurance. is on the dad and then the dad dies or leaves or whatever, then you can end up with all these kids and all these women, you know, who maybe because of the culture of the religion don't you know the women don't work or something i'm not i'm just i'm just no i know i get it i get it i get it i get it and really at the heart of it it's the fact that it's unusual so we don't really know what the consequences are yeah but long but what i'm saying this lifestyle because most people don't do it and so we don't trust what we don't understand right? but what i'm saying is what i was what i was saying was you have this guy who has these four families right and they're all together but then you have so many men in this country who have multiple children with multiple women. And they're not with any of them. And they're not with any of them. And they don't pay child support or they do pay child support. What if that guy dies? Good point. Then you have all these children on welfare too. And I want to make very clear, I have no problem with polygamous Yeah, I don't either. I don't I'm care. just spitballing like why there might be legislation against I just it. feel like do you. And any relationship, polyamorous relationship, whatever. You want an open marriage? Have at it. If it works for you, you do you. Did you hear, speaking of bigamy, did you hear the rumor, first of all, there's a rumor going around that Denise Richards had oh, yeah. sex with Brandy Glanville. That they're in a relationship. Which, no, no, well, they're fighting. I mean, they're like feuding over Twitter now. So there's, I don't Well, that they had now. been in a relationship for a, a long time. I don't believe that. But there's also another rumor that, what's his name, Aaron, her new husband, was not legally divorced from Nicolette Sheridan when they got married so that he allegedly committed the crime of bigamy in California. Oh, I hadn't heard that. Because I think, didn't they celebrate his divorce being final? Yeah, that's why. I, I mean, I don't necessarily disbelieve it in the sense that it's possible that, like, someone misunderstood the timing of when the divorce was filed and when it was finalized. I don't know. Yeah. But they're celebrities, so it's like... Come on, they must have had good lawyers yeah. and like how you know it seems unlikely. Uh, the whole de- I just all I know is the whole Denise Richards, um, Brandy Glanville, Brandy Glanville thing unfolds in the next season. Really? Because Denise walks oh, off exciting. and leaves the show. Wait, she left the show she, in the middle of this of. The, in, I didn't know as that. a result of all of this, like all the girls find out about it, and That's I guess exciting. allegedly, Brandy thought that. Denise had an open marriage 
because Denise had told her she had an yes, open marriage. But that Aaron didn't know. But he didn't know. Yeah. And they didn't have an open marriage. And so now Brandy's pissed because she essentially made was made to be the cheater. The cheater. And so that's what's kind of like come out. But something happened. I know something amazing. happens on the housewives. So it all unfolds on camera. That sounds that's like Andy Cohen's wet dream. Oh, totally. That's the whole thing. Like, it's going to totally unfold and we're going to see God it all happen. damn, that's exciting. Well, we might have to comment on that when it comes out. Oh, I'm out. sure. We're gonna oh, and by the way, speaking of Housewives, after all this hullabaloo about alleged recasting on Real Housewives of Orange County, it's the same fucking people, except that maybe Gina isn't on it. And sue me for saying that Gina was the only one who had a real storyline. I bet you they're pissed off that she didn't. She wasn't open about what was really going on in her marriage. So wait a minute. Did, did they announce the new? They and like supposedly they all got their offer letters, and it's the cast is exactly the same as it was last. What season. about Vicky? Vicky's a friend of again, again, which is interesting. So there's oh, there's some question of whether she'll accept it. She'll absolutely accept it. Of course, there's she no will. way that she woman can't can be off be a camera. Part of it. She she melt down. But Gina's the only one who supposedly is like sort of still waiting. You know. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but she's the only one I even care about. Care about, you know. And she's been through something really. And I think the problem, and I think, I think this is Andy Cohen's like, not very nice side coming out is that he, I think he gets very personally offended when housewives With don't hold. allow him to exploit mm-hmm. like the most serious, intense stuff in their lives. And mm-hmm. I don't, and, and this is just pure speculation. But I've seen it happen. I'm trying to remember what the other examples are. But there've been other examples of housewives who've lost their jobs. Right when it became clear that they had not disclosed disclosed something like really really serious going on, I think maybe this happened with Luann in oh, the early that's early what I was seasons say. where she what she was lying about her marriage basically right because they then, had an open marriage yeah and, and it was sort of crumbling right and she portrayed herself as like the countess and having mm-hmm. this like you know perfect marriage so I think that that was why she got demoted in that early season of New York. It's just yeah. speculation. Yeah. But I definitely want Gina back. I totally wanted a complete shakeup of the, of OC. I just hate Tamara. I need to get We all hate Tamara. I don't like Shannon. She's a whiner. Yeah, she has to get up. I, I loved her arc. Her arc was great until she got her life together. Now her life's together. Get off my TV. Yeah, I don't want I love Emily because of Shane. Yeah. Uh, Braun one I could do without. Dr. Deb really depresses me. Although I have to say, I really liked Shane in the reunion. Yeah, well, he was pandering. He was pandering. He may have been, but I thought that maybe Emily has not portrayed herself in the most honest light either. I, only to the extent that we all do that, right? Like nobody. Yeah, gonna, but like, then really she only portrayed him in a really negative way where it sounded like he was pretty compassionate. I don't think she was portraying him anyway. She was just emoting. Yeah, I guess. I don't think it was manipulative. It was but I just... liked him better than I thought I would. I, th- I hated him during the season. Again. And Henry, when I saw him... He realized he had reached a point of no return with people hating him. And but so... he sounded sincere when he said, I love her no matter what she looks like. And I didn't buy it. Oh. Well, all right. So let's talk about... Should we take another break? No, it's okay. Okay. We can just finish up because all we have left is... Life after Life lock. after lockup. Oh my gosh. Well, it's a great show. <laughs> Amazing show. Thank you for turning me on to it because I didn't even realize it existed. 
I turned you on to it? Yeah, we talked about it, and you were like, I'm watching Life After Lockup. Oh, yeah, yeah, And I was like, true. holy shit, there's a Life After Lockup? I'm just pissed off because supposedly there's a season one of Life After Lockup. Yeah, Locker. where is that? I completely missed it when it was on. I did too, and, and they don't even have it. The they don't even really show it up. on the app. And this is the problem with WeTV. It's like we just keep going down in the echelon. I know. WeTV is like the bottom of the barrel. The app sucks. You know, you can't find the old stuff half the time. Yeah, it was it's very good. disorganized, like the way they number the episodes and stuff. But they've struck gold here. Oh my god, it's great! I am okay. So there's the Michael, Megan, Sarah. Is that her yeah. name? Mm-hmm. The the triangle where Michael was married to Sarah. She was pregnant with his second child. She already had Aviana, which was his first child with her. Um, but he was talking to Megan and in, in actually got engaged to Megan and then he got out and was still lying to both of them, lying to Sarah. He married her because he felt like if he didn't, he would never see his kids or kid and then got her pregnant. And so now it's kids, but he was lying to Megan because he had proposed to her and not told her that he had married Sarah. So I have such a problem with Megan this season. And I'll yeah. tell you what it is. I have a problem with all of them. She has, like, taken on this, like, quasi-celebrity persona. When we met her, she was, like, a virgin living yeah. with her parents. I think she was, like, a nursing student. Yeah. Or she was a nurse or something. And she seemed so, like, wholesome. And she'd just been, like, taken in by this grease ball. And now she's, like, when they do the little introductory vignettes, it's, like, she's listed as a singer. Well, and now she's got it's this, probably like, him that's done it to her because now it's yeah. like there's a question that she slept with somebody else and yeah, his he ruined his. her. He ruined her. Yeah, and her he like brought her down. He with brought him. her down, and her yeah. dad now is well. I'm glad her dad's finally like. I can't look him in the eye. Just, just he's just too wholesome. The dad. Yeah, the dad. I feel bad for the dad. He's Me got too. this fucked up daughter. Can you imagine watching the show like how she's. I can't even matter, imagine having a daughter like that. I'd be like, what the I fuck think is she wrong still with lives you? With him too. Oh no, I would have just. I would be. See, I would probably. My kid would not want to talk to me anymore because if either of my girls were to be like, I'm dating a guy who's in prison, I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I don't like. <laughs> I don't like how. Um, what was I going to say? Like, what did I do wrong? Oh, it's gonna bug me. Oh yeah, I don't like how we've just glossed over the whole denouement of the love triangle. It's like what? Like now Sarah's sort of still. I mean, yeah, Sarah's still kind of like pining away for him. Yeah, so she and has the ne- second kid. She has the second kid, and she's just like waiting around for him to call and like. They're, well, no, they're getting a divorce. Yeah, I know, but I think she still yeah. holds the torch. For of him. course, she does. She has both of his kids. And then Megan supposedly did something and this and that, but like. We've just completely missed this intervening thing where the thing actually blew up. Yeah. All the lying and all the stuff. Well, maybe then... that was season one. Oh my God, you're right. It could have been season oh, one and we just missed it. me off. I don't know, but I just, yeah, this whole thing is very, very difficult to watch. Yeah, um, I agree. The other thing, okay, so that's... Especially, I'm sorry, one more thing. He is a dirt bag. Oh my God, He has every nothing sense. going for There's him. nothing to offer. What are we doing here? There's, I don't, he's not interesting. He's not interesting. He he's like a human volume. He, when he talks, his eyes offer. are like closed halfway and he mumbles. It's like, Megan, what are you possibly getting from this person? Nothing, nothing. But a whole lot of drama. 
a whole think, lot of I baby think, mama drama. I think she's in it completely for the show at this point. Yeah. I think that's the end. Because all she's going to get is baby mama drama. Yeah. It's just bad. The whole thing is just stupid. And then, okay, so who else do we have? We okay, let's have... talk about Brittany and Marcelino. Oh, yeah. This okay. is my favorite thing, because she manages to get pregnant on an IUD. <laughs> I know! And they're like, there's they're like, there's like a one, a 0.1% chance, and then she's like, Point basically, one. we should never have been able to get pregnant again. Completely. And they are the people that are like, we were responsible. We could not take on it. We did not want to have another, any yeah. more kids. Thought this was it. I think I had forgotten or didn't realize that she had already had two older children. No, we didn't know that. Okay, so she had two children who were given up for adoption. Yeah, and then she had Giovanni. And then she had Giovanni who, from from love after lockup, seemed like he was in a pretty secure home with her ex Tito and his wife. And I think that fell apart. But something fell apart because now they have full custody of Giovanni and... Tito has to prove his sobriety in order to get visitation. Tito seemed a little off to me. Yeah. Um, and there was a we, fight that we missed from season yeah. one. Yeah. So I wasn't so, shocked. I mean, it's sad, you know, yeah, but I sad. wasn't shocked. I mean, I have to say, Brittany and Marcelino are an adorable couple. They're an adorable couple. They're doing really well, even with the second baby. Like, they seem to be doing well. She yeah. deals with his stupid comments and his drama or whatever. I think he's mellowed out a lot. I think ki- kids will do that to you. He has mellowed out, but he still makes little stupid comments. She kind of deals with them. They deal well with each other. Like, they're yeah. able to kind of handle match. each other. It's like she said. She's like, who would have thunk it? You know, you mm-hmm. go online on the prison website and you find the guy that you actually marry. and ha- It's like she's just as surprised as we all are, yeah. but it still remains the case. And now their big drama is that he needs to get another job. So I guess... He's been doing the poker thing and it's been yielding, it's been very successful for him because he's able to take care of his family, which is her son and their daughter together and her and him. So they've been able to maintain their family, but now she's concerned because it's not stable and there could be, you know, poker's not a, you know, sure deal. And he's focused on poker, but... I think he went to a recruiter thinking, you know, I have a master's, I have all this education, I'll be able to get a job. But when you have no job experience, it's going to be Well, he'd been in the military, I think. Yeah, he. oh, that's right. He'd been in the military, he'd gotten a master's. So he he is, he's an educated person, but he's just been out of the game. He's been out of the game for too long, so he's not going to just be able to jump in where he would expect to. Right. And so he discovered that when he went to the recruiter. He'll be okay, though. I have faith I in I have them. faith in them. I think they'll be okay. Yeah. And I think he's just really good at playing poker. Let him play poker. Let him play poker on the side. Because you can do that online. Like, it doesn't have to be a time-consuming thing. You can have a real yeah. job and play poker sometimes. Yeah. I don't know that he's going to be able to do it. If you're that good at it that you're winning enough to, like, make a living, it can just be a bonus. Right. You know? Okay, so then there's them. Then there's the triangle, uh, or the other triangle. The girl with Lacey. What's her name? It's Lacey who married Shane, even though she had been engaged to John. Oh, it's, is it Shane or Sean? Shane and John. Shane and John. Okay. Shane is child. She's an idiot. First She's an of idiot all, and John stop is a marrying people. Stop getting. En- what are these women who keep getting engaged to people? I think with her, it's that she has kids, so she craves that stability. She doesn't just want to be dating. But actually, who she actually is, is someone who's very unstable and should just be dating. Yes. So that's the problem. So she married Shane, this 22-year-old kid. They moved into a different house because she didn't want to be in the same house where she was engaged to John. 
She still clearly has strong feelings for John. No, she clearly has strong feelings about being fought over by multiple Yeah, men. and maybe that's it, too. It has nothing to do with John. It's that she craves the drama. She's a child, just like Shane's yeah. a child. She is. But then they're talking about thing. having a baby. That's because of him, though. And but he's he doesn't know what idiot. he's getting into. Yeah. What's an she embryo? Should put, she should put the kibosh on that. That that should be what she does. It's well, it's going like, to be expensive. Okay, I already have kids. Like, you're their father now. Call it a day. Like, you don't want to be... She does not need to bring any more children into this world. She had her tubes tied, so she at some point knew that she should not be bringing any more yeah, children into this world. Yeah, that was interesting. I wonder what the thought process was there. And then now she wants to undo it, which is going to cost money. Or not undo it and do IVF, which will cost a lot of money. I don't think they're going to do it. I think it's going to cost too much. And well, and I think they're going to have too much drama. Yeah. Like, there's just already so much drama. Yeah, I, I It's I just agree. ridiculous. And then you see in, like, upcoming episodes, he's going to be... Shane and John are going to be fighting, and they're just so... She needs to just stop. Yeah, she's she's the poison in, in all of this, I yeah. think. Unfortunately. Okay, and then there's Angela and Tony. Yeah, the, I, I, never, so I never liked this. Stupid. This whole storyline has been going on for too long. Like, it's clear that he's just a con man, and that's what it is. And yeah. She should marry the other sweet man who loves she's, her. Yes, she's just stupid and old. and Yeah. yeah. It's an Angela thing. Like, there's some desperate <laughs> need in her that she thinks he's going to fulfill because he's manipulating her into thinking he's going to fulfill it. And he tells you. He's like, she's going to have she has to let me back in the house. And you know she's going to. And you know she's Every going single to. time. Doesn't matter what he does at this point. And yeah. that's the problem. Now he knows that. Now he knows oh, how much he can get away so with it. So he'll up. just do even more. Who else is there? Who am I missing? Am I missing anybody? I think so. Life after a lockup. Oh, well, we haven't seen them yet. Tracy and Clint. Oh, God. They're like a... I don't even... I haven't... I want to see season one. I'm getting mad about it. Okay, well, what we're going to do is we're going to do some research. We're going to see if there's any way we can watch it, including if we have to buy it. I'll buy it. For $20 or whatever. I personally think it's worth it. And then we will watch it, you know, and see if it's worth recapping. Because there could be some of the same couples and then we're like missing. One thing I'll say is I'm very happy that we're, we are no longer in touch with Lizzie. That was a rough Lizzie? cut. Lizzie was the one who was doing all those drugs oh, in prison. She's dating, dating that like nice She's on driver. Love After Lockup, What What Now or Are you something. Kidding me? No, because I've seen because they if you look on the We um, app, I avoid that. Okay, so if you go on the We app. And you look at episodes, the real, like, full episodes are at the bottom, but they have, like, clips or I whatever. I those clips. Okay, but on one of them, it's tra- it's her. It's Lizzie. Okay, but that could just be clips. Like, that doesn't mean there's, like, a show about her. No, it's not about her, per se, but I know that there's, like, a... It's, like, a love after lockup. All these things need to get their naming conventions down, because if there's one thing that Bravo does really well, it's you know what shows are on what the new episode is, what's like an extras episode, what's the real episode, like it's mm-hmm. much more clear. We and TLC both suck at that. Oh yeah. Well, Just they're organizationally low rent. very low rent. So yeah, Tracy and Clint are train wreck. Clint is... He's hopelessly in love with her. He's a child. He's she a is a child. drug addict. She's a drug addict. There's nothing. There's no two bones her, about Just her weight fluctuation is so jarring. And now she's like shaved half her head and she yeah. just looks... So strung out. She I looks, mean, yeah, she there's looks too, bad. it's bad. 
So I feel like they're just a train wreck. He cares about her. I mean, I actually think they're in love with each other. She just is more in love with drugs. I just think she's just got to get sober. She shouldn't. Yeah. I, this is where I feel like maybe prison isn't the place for her. No, like, because you're not going to get sober. Yeah, she's someone who should be in an you know inpatient residential treatment yeah. program that she's not allowed to leave. Yeah. You know, for the duration of her sentence, and she's just working on getting clean. Yeah. That's what they should do with her. You know, and you, you hope that the criminal justice system is able to make those nuanced, you know, decisions, but I, I doubt that. It's hard. Like, I have to say, addiction is such... A, so I've been, like, watching so many... This is totally a tangent. But I've been watching so many documentaries lately on all my different streaming apps. Mm-hmm. And... You told me that. <laughs> so I was watching... I watched Thin on HBO. So sad. It's just heart-wrenching so because these... They're addicted. It's a disease. It's a disease. Yeah. It's a disease. And then I yeah. watched this um, other one, and I don't know if it was on Hulu documentaries, but it was a... Oh, maybe it was on HBO also. But it was about... Um, it was um, heroin in Cape Cod. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and that one was just... It was so sad, like because at I the end it. of both Thin and this Cape Cod, like they all died. They all died, like yeah. not all of them, but like a lot of them die or they relapse, and you know it's it's so hard. It's just it's heart wrenching for the journey families, with them, and then it just restarts. Yeah, it's like Groundhog Day. It's so hard, and I feel so fortunate that I don't have that addictive personality, because right. I I remember smoking cigarettes in college. And waking up one morning and my roommates gave me a cigarette and it was like the first thing I'd had in the morning was a cigarette. And it was so gross to me. I s- never smoked another cigarette. Because mm-hmm. you weren't addicted. It was just no, like a habit I wasn't. that you and, and it was, it was social. Totally. And it was hard for me. It was interesting because I remember talking to, um, what was I talking Oh, I was talking to my husband because his dad smoked cigarettes his whole life. And I was like, I just don't get it. Like, why doesn't he just quit? And Chris was like, you know, it for you who doesn't have that type that gene or whatever to yeah, become addicted, like you you can very easily cold turkey quit. But like for people, some people don't have that ability, no. and for them, it's like it's not an option. No, like they cannot cold turkey. They need the gum or they need they whatever. need something to help them because it's never going to happen. And so I just it's hard for me to understand, but I have so much empathy, and it's so hard to watch those. Just so I, I have empathy for Tracy. I just, I wish that he could be enough that she would want to just make her life or, or go into rehab. I mean, he has family money. Yeah, I don't think, I don't I think don't that he has family money. I just, it's do. so sad. Yeah, they're, I don't even really want to see them, frankly, because it's just too sad. Mm-hmm. But I think that's it, right? For life after lockup. Yeah. I don't think there are any more. I was trying to see. Well, unless we just haven't seen some of them yet. Oh, 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 Angela. Um, no, not Angela. What's her name? Lamar and Andrea. Oh, this is huge. So, it's funny. We're back to Mormons. Yes. Lamar and Andrea. So she apparently in season one, because she had moved to L.A. with mm-hmm. her kids and then... And it was like a hellhole. She was living yeah. in like a really bad neighborhood where she couldn't even leave the house. And I think she sent her kids... I don't know. I don't know if she sent her kids away to like live with their grandparents. I don't, I don't know what it is I'm remembering. 
or if ultimately she moved back because she couldn't keep her kids there. It was something about her uh, kids. Something like that. But she ended up leaving. Yeah, because they think all. I think they dangerous. all went back to Utah, and Lamar's like, "Screw this! I'm going left. to L.A." Yeah. And his cousin got shot or whatever. And oh, I didn't know about that. Yes, his his cousin got shot. And so she stayed in Utah with the kids again, and she got back with her little Mormon group of friends or whatever. And she goes to meet Real up. Real lively bunch, those girls. Yeah. So she doesn't really see Lamar. She hasn't seen him wow. in months. And he checks in on the kids. So she said he's a really good dad. But in terms of the two of them, there really isn't a connection. It's and a failure. She has admitted to the people now. So I don't understand this, but she's admitted this, that she's been with Lamar for seven years and her five-year-old daughter is Lamar's. Mm-hmm. But they didn't ever have conjugal visits. They right. They had sex in a closet. Yeah, so she was saying that in his prison, at least, you could pay, presumably a guard, to let you into a closet together. Okay, that's for, what it for was. A prescribed that's what I was missing. Time. I'm like, where's the closet? Yeah, just some closet that's like near enough to the visiting area. I imagine that it, people can get in and out without a right, you know, raising too much suspicion of like the higher ups. Because I'm guessing that it's like a low level guard mm-hmm. who is involved in this yeah that's probably it so anyway she was conceived in the closet that's a crazy story though that's true that crazy. she got pregnant yeah i mean she must have like gone the day she was ovulating or they did this many times or they regardless did many times. one of her well, they children can't have done it many times because he was in prison in california she can't have visited him that often well at any rate this this five-year-old daughter that she has is his so that's her motivation yeah. for keeping the family together. Yeah. In this episode, she admits this to her friends, and they're all horrified. And now she, Lamar has said he, he's going to come out to Utah to visit his kids and to visit her. And he makes an effort with her, to, but she is so like... And it's funny, because her oldest son is like, she's acting like a kid, a teenager, like... I don't want to see him or, you know, she's acting very immature Mm -hmm. and it is very immature. Like either you want to be with him or you don't. And she wants, she clearly wants to be with him, but she doesn't want to want to be with him. She knows it's not going to work. Right. And so she's, but she's, she's playing this like game where she's like, he's going to sleep on the couch, even though she doesn't really want him to. Correct. So it's just, and the son gets it. He's just like, this is so ridiculous. It's dysfunctional. Totally it's a dysfunctional. dysfunctional marriage that needs to end. And I think it will. I absolutely think it will. I was shocked when they were on this season. I was sure that they had just already gotten divorced and were totally mm-hmm. off the reservation and this and that. But the fact that the daughter belongs to both of them is telling. Yeah. I mean, it explains why she's still with him, honestly. Yeah. So, anyway, that's Life After Lockup. Highly recommend that you watch it. Um, I tried getting into Below Deck. Has not happened for me yet. No, I've never gotten into that I tried getting into Love Island. Didn't work. Come on. I don't know. Except after the third season, I stopped. Yeah, I don't know. I I could tell where it was going, and I was just like, eh, this isn't going to hold my attention enough. Especially because I just have too much other stuff to watch. Mm -hmm. That's the issue. But these are definitely my main shows. I'm very glad Sister Wives has come back into my life, because I was a huge Sister Wives fan. Yeah, I was too. Back in the day. And then I I got over it. Got totally over it. But I'm back now. Totally back. I even want to go back and watch the seasons that I missed. So I might, I might do that. Mm-hmm. I might have the wherewithal to do that. I just don't know if I have the time. Yeah, I don't know if I have the time to do that. Although I do have the time to watch Life After Lockup, the first season, if we can find it. Yeah, we're going to go ahead and sign off now so that we can find Life After yes. Lockup season one. And All right. Back. See you next time, guys. Bye, guys. Legal Disclaimer. 
This is a personal podcast just for fun, solely meant for entertainment purposes. We are lawyers, but we're not giving any legal advice on the podcast. We're not creating any kind of attorney-client relationship in the podcast. And also keep in mind that anything we say, anything at all, it's just our personal opinions. We have no intention of maligning any individual, group, company, religious or ethnic group, nationality, or anything or anyone else. Lisa and Katie have no affiliation with TLC. These are not the opinions of TLC. And finally, anything that we say is not meant to represent anyone other than Lisa Freitas and Katie Saad individually. Finally, please give a, leave us a comment on our Facebook page and give us a five-star rating on whatever podcast service you're using to help us continue to record. Thank you.